everyone. Welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. And I am Emily. Today we're back with another round of our newest segment, Disney 123. The way it works is we choose a Disney-related topic. So in this case, we're going to be talking about the different lands of Disneyland. And then comes the 123. Yes. So we will choose one of our favorite lands at Disneyland. And then that's the one. Then the two is giving two reasons why it's our favorite. Then the three comes in with three interesting facts related to that land. But before we get into our choices, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. Start today at ce.uci.edu. That's ce.uci.edu. Okay. Welcome back, everyone. I am going to get things started off with my choice, which is the correct choice. (laughs) (laughs) Always, Um, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't tell that to my wife. <laughs> um, the, uh, the, in my personal opinion, my, the best land um, is Tomorrowland. And ooh, ooh, I'll give I you. Agree. Ooh, did you choose that too? <laughs> I did, but obviously it's the right answer. Okay. Said, see, so. I was, I was <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here's my two reasons is one it is the only one at Disneyland that looks to the potential of the future. All the things, all the other ones are things that are current or in the past. And I am a big science fiction fan. So I always like to see what the potential of people was and um, potential of technology. Um, my second reason is it's the only land at Disneyland that has its own movie. Even if though no, yes. no one really likes oh, it. Oh, yeah. I don't have <laughs> forgot about that. I've watched it, right? You know, because Adventureland doesn't have it. Right. <laughs> no, true. <laughs> I true. suppose. And Galaxy's Edge, even though it's Star Wars, it doesn't have its own movie. But Tomorrowland <laughs> has its own movie. So um, I have three random facts. So those are my two reasons why I like Tomorrowland um, or why. Um, number Fact number one if you look back into the history books, you will know that there's a an attraction called Rocket to the Moon. It mm-hmm. has been now it has since been taken down, but there are nods to that particular um, ride. And the reason why is if you go to Red Rocket's Pizza Port, you will see a rocket. There's a, like I think they call it the Moonliner. And it is actually the original rocket from the Rocket to the Moon attraction. Recycling. Yeah, <laughs> recycling. Instead also, of being sold at auction. Yeah. It is now, I still call it Pizza Port, but I, I think it's like Pizza Planet now. Is it? Oh, is it? Oh. Is it? Or is it the reverse? It no, it might Planet be. You know what? Here, I'll look it up on the app. <laughs> Continue and I will look it up for you. It's Was Pizza Rocket the first name? Or. I can never remember. I always. I don't know. <laughs> I could be Whoa, actually, reversed it's too. <laughs> Red Rockets Pizza Port is what I okay. think. It's, maybe it's a combination of the two names. Okay, I'm they looking it up. Pizza. Okay, 
That it's, is oh, you know what? <laughs> We're all wrong. It's called oh. Alien Pizza Planet. Oh, oh but it, from Toy Story. From Toy Story. Yes. But then its previous name was what? Did it include the Red Rockets? It Red Rockets Pizza Port, and then it I think so. Alien yeah. Pizza Planet. Yeah. Anyways, it's a good place to eat. <laughs> so, I think that's the, and I believe that's the um, what do you call it? The uh. The rocket is that thing that splashes mist down during the summer. Oh, oh yes, you're right. I, you know, like when you huh, walk over there true. and it, yeah. it shoots yeah. mist down, I think that's what the referrals do. So, huh? I need to eat there. I think I've only eaten there like once a long time ago, and that's it. <laughs> it's okay if you have a five-year-old. Ah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what's your opinion, Emily. I'll I'll let you know. Are you wait? Are you done with your three facts? I'll, I'll no, let you know uh, no, no, no. What do you think about the food at um, Pizza Port? So food, Pizza food was one of planet. my yes. Food was one of my reasons why Tomorrowland. Oh, is my well, no, no. I was saying, did you like? Do you like the food at but, Alien Pizza Planet? See, okay, I like oh, the sorry. food because it's consistent, and like oh, okay. I know oh. that if I'm hungry, like I know that they're. I forgot what it's called maybe like they changed the names of the pastas but it's one of the pastas is consistently like good like I, it's a decent meal for me do you know what i mean hmm. like okay. if i'm yeah. hungry okay. i will go there and i know that it, 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 i'll eat it and i'll be satisfied <laughs> you know i just think of it as decent like they had an okay pizza and they had an okay pastas and okay salads and it, it was passable but not too expensive yes but it was just kind of like <laughs> But it's kind of like, eh, you know, there's better places to go. But if you have a kid, kids love that stuff. So, yeah. All right. I will go on fact two and fact three. I am digressing way too much. Fact number two. Um, factoid number two. Autopia is the only existing Tomorrowland attraction that has been around since day one. I, Ooh. Yeah. I, I think from what I recall, pretty much it's the same. It has the same pattern. But um, over the years, they've actually changed all of the, the actual cars. Mm-hmm. Cool. So um, I remember at least three or four different versions of it or something like that. Three or four different versions of the cars. I got at least three pictures of me in three different cars um, mm-hmm. as, a, as a kid and such. So that is my fact number two. Um, the, my last fact is... There is something called AgriFuture, and the idea is AgriFuture is in the future, any available land should be um, should be used wisely. And all land, like all the decorative plants, are actually, or something like 80% of all the plants at Tomorrowland are actually edible. Ooh. And if you want to learn more about that, I also found a really cool website called plantsofdisneyland.com. Oh, cool. And there they list all the plants. Like, I guess they have over 2,000 plants that they have identified in Disneyland. Mm -hmm. But they can actually help you identify all the different plants in Tomorrowland and figure out which one you can eat. 
if the park is closed because of coronavirus <laughs> and they won't let you out. Quick, so, eat anything. <laughs> don't do Sustain that. Sustain yourself. Apparently there's a lot of pesticides on this stuff. So um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know someone who like randomly just like grabbed a piece of a plant and was eating it. And I was like, oh, I don't know what they use on those plants. I would not Wait, do that. Did you say you saw someone do that or you heard yeah. that someone? Oh my God, you witnessed it. And it's just like, don't do that. <laughs> Oh, 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 you know, Stephanie, our friend Stephanie, um, our co-host at large talks about she used to be um, the storybook canal. She was she used to work on the storybook canal Mm -hmm. and mothers used to lean over with (gasps) their milk bottles and rinse them out with river water. No, she would actually watch mothers lean over and rinse out their kids bottles with river water. And I'm like, "Ah," you know, so hopefully they weren't filling it it up with you know dry yeah but geez so okay so tomorrowland is my choice oh this is really cool i'm looking at that plants of disneyland site that you talked about and wow there's a lot you (laughs) know it's amazing when i was younger um my parents when my parents were younger as well they used to take me to disneyland and my parents are big gardeners Mm -hmm. and they would spend all their time looking at all the different plants and mm-hmm. seeing how Love beautifully <laughs> set. Yeah, I mean, so it's funny because we always talk about, oh, are you a ride person? Are you an you know attraction yeah. person? Are you a show person? Are you a parade person? My parents liked to go because they thought the gardens were so beautifully done. And yeah. They just sat there and they would, oh, my, look at that. And look at that. And look at what kind of, that's a cabin, you know. Mm-hmm. And they really love seeing all the beautiful flowers and such at that Does, Disneyland head office. Disneyland, yeah. I can't remember, but do they have any sort of labeling for the plants that they have? Do you know what I mean? Like when you go to gardens or Oh, like places. a little sticker or something? Yeah, that would like a show. little plaque or something that's like, this is the scientific name and this is like the common name or something like that. Because that would be really fun, especially when you're in line. Yeah. Those... I don't. I can't recall. I, yeah, I don't think I've seen any. I, they, I feel like I read somewhere that they used to do that, mm-hmm. or it was like a fake thing that they used to do to try to make it look more impressive. But um, yeah, I don't know if they still do that. Yeah, they, I don't know. they do have an official rose, and you really? can actually get it from um, like local. You for sure can get it from local uh, gardens in Southern California, but you can also order them online. I have one that oh. I've had for like a few years now. It's called JAC Mouse, Jack Mouse. I don't know oh. how you'd actually pronounce it, but it's like <laughs> they they designed it for, I want to say like, it was either for the 50th anniversary or it was like around that time frame. And they actually had a whole bunch of them at, um, New Orleans Square, and I think they had them at the front of the park. And so sometimes, like, if I still see them in the parks, I'll kind of like compare mine to theirs. Like, okay, how's how's mine doing? Like, am I doing as good of a job as like the Disneyland <laughs> horticulturists and stuff? So, yeah. But you it also what? depends on like your soil type too. They kind of change colors mm. a little bit more. Oh yeah. Another cool factoid that doesn't involve Tomorrowland is that if you're in the park, you'll never see a gardener there. They mm-hmm. all do their all their gardening at night, and for, I actually believe I read this article is that at a certain point at Disneyland they actually turn off the majority of the lights, but there's so many plants the gardeners actually wear actually like flashlights 
and such like that on their helmets. And they'll continue to burn throughout the night after the majority of the lights are turned off. Oh, man. I think that's what I heard. So they'll actually work throughout the night because there's a lot of flowers that they oh, yeah. yeah. care of. And they're yeah. always immaculate. You've right. never seen a weed there. So. Right. right. You never see like dead leaves or anything. No. Really. Yeah. Everything's so perfect. So. Hmm. Fascinating. There you go. Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. <laughs> okay. Well, my favorite land is also Tomorrowland because it Best is the right answer. answer. Yes, the correct <laughs> answer. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> yes. So my two reasons why I like it, although I do agree with Zen, both his reasons are valid and approved by me too. <laughs> um, the reasons that I like it is that um, the food, well, okay, I'm, maybe that'll be my second reason. The first reason are the rides. So I was thinking about each land and the rides that each land offers. And I feel like Tomorrowland has the, the, the most rides that I would like. If I had to be stuck in a land and ride only those rides, I would be satisfied with Tomorrowland because it has mm-hmm. Space Mountain. Um, it has Buzz Lightyear, which is the best ride to get stuck on because you can just keep upping your points. Mm, that's true. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a good point. Right? Right. Yes. You just get better and better. You're training. Uh, exactly. I, I need the training. I'm very bad. My my, I'm not good at shooting things. <laughs> um, and then like Star Tours, there's so many versions of the ride that you can just sit through all of them and see all of the worlds. So I feel like hmm. ride-wise, that would be the land that I would be happy to be stuck in. Um, and then food... Also under the same idea, like if I could only stay in a, one land for their food and what food do I like consistently go to? At first I was like, I, the only food that I really eat at Disneyland, like actual food is the corn dog uh, oh. on Main Street. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that's the one I like, that's like kind of my go-to, but that's not really a land with like rides in it. So my second go-to would be Tomorrowland because they have churros, they have the churro cart. They have like the burger. (laughs) Yes, it's very important. Like that burger place, burger and fries, really like standard staple um, next to that, um, the show stage thing. I forgot what it's called, but they have like that, the burger place, which is just, you know, you got burger and fries, very standard. And then what Zen was talking about, the pizza port that's now Alien Pizza Planet. I get their pasta, like I said, and I looked it up. I guess they only have one pasta now, and it's huh. called Countdown Chicken Fusili, and it oh. is fusili pasta topped with seasoned grilled chicken, a Parmesan pesto cream sauce with sun-dried tomatoes, and shaved Parmesan cheese. Huh. And it's only eleven ninety nine. So just, like, that option <laughs> yeah. is, it's just, like, consistent. You know, I have my protein, and I have, like, it's, like... It tastes good, tastes decent, and it's relatively, you know, not so expensive compared to other things. I don't, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, it's just a solid. If I needed, if I wanted pasta, I would just go to Alien Pizza Planet. Uh, so those are my two reasons, the rides and the food. Uh, and then I wanted to like include a, a, an honorable reason is I know there's a restroom there because I've used it. <laughs> if you've listened to previous, uh, the previous recording about restrooms around Disneyland and California Adventure, you know, I only use like two toilets in Disneyland and that's one of and, them. 
this is the one coming out of um Space Mountain. Space Mountain. Yes. Space Mountain. That one. That's a good one. That's a <laughs> usually very clean one. Yes. And there's so. like a lot of stalls. It's just there's room, I feel like. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah, so I feel like my fa- or not my facts, my reasons for Tomorrowland as my favorite, in addition to what Zen said. Uh, is basically, I just thought about which land would I want to be stuck in if I had, if I was stuck in one <laughs> that's land. A great, that's a great thought and way <laughs> of deciding. Um, okay. Uh, moving on to the interesting factoids. So, uh, one of them kind of built off of Zen's agri-future. I know you can go visit Plants of Disneyland website, like Zen said, but in case you don't want to go there <laughs> um, and read. Actually, it's pretty interesting. It gives you the area that the plant is and its common name and its scientific name. But just to give you an idea, the plants that are there include orange trees, lettuce, kale, strawberries, grapes, and more. I've never Ooh. seen... I can't remember seeing strawberries. I feel like I've seen everything else that they mentioned. I swear I've seen cabbage there, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Cabbage. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, very fun. Um, next factoid is that huge granite ball in the center of Tomorrowland, the one that all the kids like to touch, and it's like that water kind of fountain thing. Um, it actually weighs over 12... Is that number right? 12,600 pounds. Wow. Six tons. Six tons. Okay, I read that wrong. Zen no, 12,000 pounds is six tons. Oh, six tons. Okay, that's what you're saying. That's, that's like a Camry and a half. Or wait, six tons. That's about two Camrys or a Camry and three quarters. Jeez. <laughs> wow. It's very heavy. So yeah. if it was ever removed, the water that's under it would shoot 150 feet in the <gasps> air. Oh, my gosh. And it always have smells to turn that like off extreme chlorine. Mm-hmm. It does. Well, considering how many hands are on it every day for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Because I, as a child, I definitely spent a lot of time there, too. Because <laughs> it's like you, it's this gigantic ball that you want to, like, keep pushing. And you kind of want to, like, change the direction it goes to see, like, how strong you are. Because everyone else is pushing it, like, a different way. And you can, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, no, I want to go this As a child, way. what do you mean? As an adult, I do that. <laughs> you know, you get all too. the kids going around saying, <laughs> yes. no, no, it's going this direction. <laughs> I think, isn't there one in uh, California Adventure now, too? There's, like, a Pixar oh, ball there? one? Oh, my gosh, is there? There's, I, I think it's um at the boardwalk area. Whatever that's called, like where all the the like boardwalk style um, like oh, carnival okay. games are, I can. I think imagine it's kind of it. hidden in there. I I feel like I can imagine it there. If it's not there, they should put one there because it fits. Because it's a, <laughs> it could be a boardwalk game. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, now see, it's kind of yeah. Yeah, it's kind of hidden. It's not very prominent like i i think i only saw it like the last time i was there because i was like oh wow i've never noticed that before yeah yeah oh yeah there is i just looked up it's called the dis well on dis buff they call it disneyland tomorrowland water ball but in california adventure and it's Mm -hmm. the royal uh, the royal swing big band ball why is that that's a name yeah okay i can't hold this in anymore Yes. The, the smell of chlorine. So no, I used yes. to have a friend who was an Imagineer. And they actually had to put lots of chlorine in there because they were getting um, poop cultures in there. 
Oh, no. From kids and diapers. <gasps> no. I, 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 I just want to let you know. That's why it smells like severe chlorine. It's because they, they, they. Well, anyways, too I'm much glad. information, but I could not hold it in. This Sorry. is why I bring Purell like every time I go. Yes. That's why I don't touch the ball anymore. I know. That's I know, why I don't, I don't touch, touch the ball anything, either. basically. <laughs> I don't touch the ball anymore. For it's like in Sleeping Beauty. Don't touch anything. Like, yeah. Well, that's what they, I mean, it's under control now. But yeah. they apparently they did. And mind you, this was 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. When he told me this, roughly about 20 years ago. Yeah, tw- around tw- 2003. Two two thousand and three or somewhere around there. So wow. it was a long time ago when he told me the story. I don't know. So that's why. Yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's the interesting factoid. <laughs> there you go. Um, anyways, the ac- my third interesting factoid. But yes, said I have <laughs> any more poop story. No, no, no. That, 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 that's like a <laughs> that's a pure definition of TMI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Truly, yes. Okay. Um, so, uh, third factoid for Tomorrowland is that we we've talked about this before, but in case you didn't know, the 1964 World's Fair um, played a very prominent role in the rides in general for Disneyland, but for Tomorrowland specifically. So, Walt Disney created um, "It's a Small World," which we know is in Fantasyland, and he also created. Carousel of Progress and Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln um, for the World's Fair. And those were like World's Fair, it's innovations, futuristic, it's what Tomorrowland is all about. So all of those ride mechanisms and ideas and things like that, it all, I don't, Carousel of Progress, that did sit in Tomorrowland because I was thinking Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln is on like Main Street, right? Yeah. Okay. Carousel of Progress at least did go to Tomorrowland, but just all of the the technology that was used to create all these things, it helped put all the rides together um, later on. But fun fact that, well, I guess continuing on with my factoid, is that while most of the fair was torn down long ago, one iconic piece um, is the Unisphere, which I'm reading this and I didn't actually look up what the Unisphere is. <laughs> It is the big kind of, it's the big globe. It's, oh, if you go to Universal Studios and you see that like globe that says Universal Studios, it's like that idea. Okay. Okay, So there's a gigantic one that um, was made for the World's Fair. I don't think Walt Disney had anything to do with that particularly, but just a fun fact on top of the fun fact, um, that is now standing in Flushing Meadows, New York. And hmm. it's still, it's like one of the only things that still remains from the fair. Nice. I think it actually shows up in Iron Man. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. Huh. It's like when Howard Stark is showing off something. <gasps> oh, yeah. And I think the Unisphere shows up in that. Oh. Also, the original Human Torch, which was not human, it was actually in the Android. But I digress again. <laughs> <laughs> Just random factoids <laughs> that you don't need to know. <laughs> yeah, I think it was when Howard Stark was going through um, the World's Fair. Yeah. So, right. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Very cool. Huh. Nice. 
There's a lot of random trivia in my head. It hurts. Right? <laughs> it just comes out. Useless. It's just useless. It just lives there. It just lives there in my head, taking up rent. You know, not even paying rent, I should say. <laughs> um, so, Jennifer, you are up next. Is your All answer right. also Tomorrowland? Because No, obviously. it is not. <laughs> <What>? Incorrect. <laughs> Which is funny. So, like, I, I think... Actually, if I'm being totally honest, I would probably say that even though I love Star Wars, I think Tomorrowland is actually possibly my least favorite or one of my least favorite lands in Disneyland, which is not to say like I don't love it. It's just it's not like everything else is kind of a little bit higher up. What? So because I honestly, I think even as a kid, I didn't really like how like futuristic and gray and blue Tomorrowland was like, I am the opposite. And so that's probably why my favorite land is Adventureland. So I really that's gravitate towards huh. it's, it's a fun land. Like it's I always thought like, that was my, that was my no. second choice. <laughs> oh, nice. It's a mm-hmm. good choice. It's a good choice. Yeah. See, like I always thought if I was going to live anywhere in Disneyland, I would want to yes. live in Adventureland. Like, I love that mix of tropical and adventure, that whole, like, kind of summery, bright colors, water, lush trees, flowers, aesthetic. And just, like, even the the sounds are very, like, soothing to me. Whenever I walk through Adventureland, it's like, ah, uh, yes. Like, the bird noises and the sound of the, the Jungle Cruise motors and things like that. I just, I love all of it. So, um, so yeah, so I love it because, um, like I said, I love the aesthetic and, um, I also love it because it's where kind of like my favorite food is, my favorite treats are, cause I love Bengal barbecue. I love getting Dole Whips and it also used to have my absolute favorite ride, Indiana Jones, now replaced by Rise of the Resistance, unfortunately. Mm. So, so yeah, so like. I just, I love everything about Adventureland. Um, yeah. So, factoids. Um, I actually have a bunch because I, I love it too much. So, um, have any of you ever heard the original dedication for Adventureland from opening day? No. And no. that is probably because I think there was something where, like, they were running out of time when they were doing the... Um, broadcast for it so I'm not sure if it actually didn't air or if they had to kind of just like rush through it really quick but the original dedication goes here is adventure here is romance here is mystery tropical rivers silently flowing into the unknown the unbelievable splendor of exotic flowers the eerie sound of the jungle with eyes that are always watching so it kind of sets the mood for like that true life adventure like mysterious like, this is out of the ordinary from your everyday ordinary life kind of thing. So, so that's kind of cool. So that's one factoid. Um, the second, have you guys ever noticed a really tall palm tree that is in Adventureland? Okay, no. But I'm- <laughs> oh, maybe. But tell me. Maybe. Okay. So there is a really, really tall palm tree that is right between Jungle Cruise and Indiana Jones. So it's like... If you are at the entrance to Indy and you look just to the left, it's kind of where that extended queue for um, Jungle Cruise ends up sometimes. And it is a very tall canary date palm tree that is known to a lot of Disneyland fans as the Dominguez palm. 
Have you heard of this name before? <laughs> no. Factoids. Okay. Okay. So, this is this is going great. Actually, this is I, I want this is okay. Go go this go. This is go. the tale of the Dominguez Palm. So when um, Disney was accumulating land for Disneyland, he bought part of the land from the Dominguez family. And um, when he made that purchase, Ron Dominguez said, hey, I'll sell you this land, but on one condition, you have to preserve this palm tree. And he told Disney the story of how um, this palm tree was a wedding gift to his grandparents when they were married in, I think, like the late 19 or 1890, something like that. And it kind of symbolized their lasting love for each other. And so then Disney was like, all right, yeah, sure, I'll keep it. And it's still there today. So he was true to his word. And and I think then I'm pretty sure Ron Dominguez went on to work for the company and became a Disney legend too. So like it all kind of stayed in the family. So that's awesome. But yeah, so that palm tree is like over a hundred years old. I think it's like a hundred and maybe over 120. I forget, but like, yeah, so it's, it's still there. You can still go see it and the love is still going strong. So that's pretty cool. That is very cool. I've, it, the story sounds so familiar. I think, was it part of, um, oh my gosh, that Disney Plus series, Beyond Oh, something? yeah. I, it might have been. Maybe it was. Yes. Because I, I yeah. vaguely, I feel like it was part of maybe the episode, either Jungle Cruise episode, when they were talking yeah. about all the plants that they had to buy. That would make sense. But still yeah, very I fascinating. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I want to go back and watch that just to see what I kind of want to see the land contract. Yeah, like right? I mean, it wouldn't be even cooler if it was actually like in the contract to sell the house, and this, mm-hmm. this palm tree cannot be removed, burned, or whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, or else the or sale falls like, through, yeah, or, or all the land is returned back to the family. Right? Oh, that'd be so cool. It'd be interesting. Maybe they got to be really careful with that palm tree. <laughs> so, so that's a cool thing. And speaking of trees, so there's another tree that is right by the entrance to Indiana Jones. And if you look very carefully at the roots of this particular tree, you will notice there's a little door and a little window. And I think there's like maybe like a light fixture or something. But this is the little man of Disneyland's house. And it is a little leprechaun named Patrick Bagora. And this little setup was based on a little golden book from I think like 1955 is what I read but it's a little leprechaun that lives at Disneyland and at one point they decided to make his house so you can actually go see it you have to kind of wait because sometimes the fit the um, lightning lane line for Indy kind of goes past that spot so you can't really see it but if you're there and it's a good time you can actually see this little house area over there so have, have either of you seen it no, but I want to. It's like, it's really small, but yeah, it's it's really cool. So, and then I have a special like runner-up fact because it kind of is only about Jungle Cruise, but I feel like it's important. So, Jungle Cruise has over the years kind of like developed in it to its own like lush land. So, it actually has its own self-sustaining ecosystem outside of like all the other plants of Disneyland. So it's almost like its own little like land unto itself. So yeah. Facts. 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 (laughs) (laughs) 
so pretty good. I mean, we've got. I, it's kind of funny how out of three of us, it's like we've got two lands that are our favorite, but they are kind of the two most memorable when you think about it. You know, like Agreed. best rides, good food, that kind of thing. Lands that that you would be okay being stuck in. Yes. That was a criteria, basically. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I don't think anyone would be, would be like, you know, Toontown for sure. Or, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, yeah. So, let us know if you agree with our choices or if you have opinions about other lands. I know my husband is always like, New Orleans Square is the best. None can compare. Or I think my sister probably likes Galaxy's Edge the best. But let us know what you think. And maybe we'll have to do one of these for California Adventure, too, because I feel like that one's going to be a little more difficult. Yeah, I agree. I don't even know the lands, what they're called. <laughs> Me, too. I have Cars no idea. Land. Cars land. Oh, yeah. Cars. Well, that one's kind of easy. <laughs> Avengers Campus. Yeah. Avengers Campus. Is that oh. a land? But what's the, the land? other ones? Like Hollywood. Hollywood. Is it Hollywood Land? Hollywood is Land? It? Pixar Land? <laughs> oh, yeah. Pixar Pier. Yeah. yeah. See, this is going to... We'll have to... We'll have to ponder this. <laughs> but for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening, and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And as always, if you have a question or request, to send us a message on social media. You can find us at Main Street UCI. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Find their career-boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.